True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. special thing called love i know i do what about you i just can't i need <laughs> you in my life where like do i go what do i do because i can't live without your love disrespectful <laughs> it's factual Slim it's had a little is. sinus infection, but it didn't sound like that. <laughs> Makes me feel like I am the only one his for ad- you. His adenoids are swollen, but he they are was not sounding like you for sure. Did he? I think he was. Mm-mm. Did he ever get the surgery? I don't know. Well, we'd like to hear. We would love to hear it, oh my Slim. Gosh. Either way, praise the Lord, niggas. <laughs> Welcome back Praise the Lord. to Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia. I am Jade. And we are back to talk about the scam that is adulting. The worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in. The good, the bad, the ugly, the test, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes of being a real life adult in the year of our Lord 2020. Mm-hmm. How art thou? You know... We are yet holding on. It is, it is another day's journey. I, um, <laughs> I am. I'm doing okay. Holding on. Mm-hmm. I'm doing okay. How are you? You know, same. Just trying to power through and get things done. Indeed. I, that's about it. It's an intense that's time, about it. but we are. It is. We are making it. We are making it. Hashtag. Um, making a way where we can. That's right. We but we are good times. So yes. <laughs> so. Um. All right. I don't know where are we gonna jump in. There's so much going Trash. on in the world. Uh, Let's. And if there's anything that I miss, you're welcome to throw it in there. But we can go ahead and get into that. Okay. So let's get into some trash. First and foremost, um, Lori Harvey, she, I don't know how she keeps popping up, but she does. She, there was like, I guess an attempted carjacking. Attempted carjacking? Yes. So she was in Atlanta. She had pulled into a, an apartment building. If she was in Atlanta, I can only assume she was one place and she had come (laughs) from Whole Foods. So she was unloading the car. And a dude comes around the front of her car while she's in the back and hops in the driver's seat of her car. So you see her run and like try to fight the dude. And then he throws her off and somehow um, she she I guess she realized her key fob 
you know, they couldn't get away with the car without, you know, if they didn't have the key fob. So she walked away and you could see her using her phone. I guess she was calling the police and she had her key fob. And then another dude pulls up in a car and he gets in the driver's seat. And then both of them grab a duffel bag out the trunk and then going about their business, like drive off. What? It was very odd, but it was all caught on surve- on surveillance in this parking garage. Mm-hmm. So was this like a staging of some sort? No, I don't think so. Cause she, so she, they, they threw she knew her, this young man. I, that I don't know. She and when the, they said when the police asked her about him, she just said it was a black dude. She said it was he was unidentified. So I don't know. I don't think it was a staging. I think maybe it was a targeting, but I don't think it was a staged. It was staged in any and way. She called uh, somebody else and they came to get her. Well, no, she walked away. Like she like after the dude threw her off. I guess maybe since hit her and she was like, you know what? I cannot fight this grown man. Let me take my key fob and walk away. They're not going to be able to steal the car with the with me having the key fob. Oh, so the so, car stopped or wouldn't? Yeah, the car was parked. They were about to try to drive off in her car oh. when she got out of the car and she was in the back of the in the back of the car. They had jumped in the driver's side while she was in the very back, I guess, getting her groceries or what have you. And then when she realized somebody jumped in her car, that's when she ran to the driver's seat, tried to pull the dude out. He threw her off. And then I, you know, I guess good sense hit her and she was like, let me just call the police and walk away as opposed to trying to wow. be a hero for my vehicle. I know it was very interesting, but that gives me um, now I have to think about where my keys are. <laughs> yeah, no, you should in always ladies, everybody, but be I should have them on me and not like you in should. my bag. Nope. Don't be looking for your keys while you're walking. Like before you start walking for safety reasons. Make sure that you can locate your keys. Make sure you are aware of your surroundings. Don't be on your phone while you're walking to the car, especially when you're in parking garages and places where people can hide and and, and you're, you know, and easily get to you. So um, just try to be cautious and aware. That's all. Uh, Did you see? Did did you watch the Oscars? Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think so. Same, same. Uh, mm-hmm. But I went back online today and I watched Janelle Monae's intro. Oh, nice. She did you was, watch it? I did not watch her intro, but I did see her dress. It was amazing. Oh, her, I loved it. I loved it. She looked like a like a glittery red white riding hood. It was like Glinda the Good Witch. I also love Tracy Ellis Ross's look. That's very you. That doesn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> she looked like a phoenix. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you I loved it. Garb. I would. I sure would. I certainly would. It was very pretty though. She looked nice. Um, there was a, actually there were a, a couple nice looks in there. Zazie, I think she took a bath and she t- and I she also the girl from uh, did, you never watched Atlanta, did you? Mm-mm. Uh Deadpool. No, I know you now didn't you watch say. that. <laughs> made me think of the Lion King Zazu <laughs> Zazu <laughs> Zazu uh, King um, Zazie looked nice who else looked nice Billy Porter was there looking like Billy Porter wow, he looked like a party favor <laughs> he did look like a party favor it wasn't my favorite look of mm-hmm. his but I do love him he was a part of Janelle Monae's intro which I did I, love I have so. to go find footage the footages so I can you be a part. Sh- 
Go watch it. It was a performance. I'm sure. And shout out to Francesca Ramsey, yes. Cheska Lee. Yes, she I was did a see part. That. Mm-hmm. Yes, she was a part of writing the um that intro, which was a really, really very dope, very entertaining, very informative. Janelle Monet wished us all a bl- happy Black yes. History Month. <laughs> what a you know what a gift. I love to see it. So, but she gave us like a performance. She gave us vocals. She gave us moves. We can always like, count on Cindy. Absolutely. Even if you're not a complete fan of her music, you know what I'm saying? You I just gotta why, love, but you yeah. gotta love Janelle Monet. She's just entertaining and a good she time. Is. She is. Um, let's see. What else do we have on the track? Oh, speaking of the Oscars, the only question that I did have besides the fact of everything, cause I didn't watch it. How the hell did Black China get there? Um, my friend Autumn was like, she bought a ticket right on the stub hub. She bought a ticket just like other attendees. Wait, you can buy tickets to the no, Oscars? No. I didn't think so. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? But it was just Tell funny. Me where she I was like, How did Black China get to the Oscars? Autumn was like, she bought a ticket, clearly. <laughs> so that, that must, you know what? Well, you got the answer, Autumn, because I don't have it. Because <laughs> I was trying to figure out how the hell she ended up there and on the red carpet. But I, li- I live for her scamming ways. So, um, Black China the scammer. Black China the scammer. I love to see it. Did you read? Do you do you follow this page called Humans of New York? I do. I um. So you need to tell me about this story because I have seen other people responding to it. Oh, um, but I it story looks of, like some good niggery niggerness. It's a Bob, the story of Bobby Love, oh my aka gosh. Walter Miller. <laughs> so this man, okay, basically, so that this man, uh spent a life of crime lived a life of crime he lived in you know what we're gonna pull up the synopsis just so i don't fuck up any details because i'm good for that okay here we go so his wife was talking about she was making tea in the kitchen and all of a sudden the police were at their door and it was the fbi so basically they found out that that Bobby Love and his wife were living together. They had been married for 40 years, had four children. Okay. Okay. And it was in 2015. She was in the crib she, in Brooklyn making tea in the kitchen. FBI comes knocking. So she didn't think anything about it. Uh, she thought something about it was the crazy lady next door. But they were there for her husband. Wow. So her husband actually kept a secret from her his name was walter miller oh and he was a small-time bank robber who escaped from north carolina prison and has been on the run since 1977 okay so so my man so my man bobby love because i have to say his entire name because who wouldn't uh so bobby love basically he he robbed a bank or whatever went to prison he had been in prison in 77 he started figuring out a plan on how to escape. So he figured out how to do something with the laundry and get himself somewhere. And he was like, if I get on this bus and get all the way to the end of this thing, I can just hop right off. So that's what he did. He got on this bus because he had special privileges, you know, because he was well behaved and all of that. And then when they got to wherever the destination was, he had got ready to. He cleared out his cell. Like, he had put on two pairs of clothes, had his prison clothes on top. He was ready. He had his whole plan ready to go. So when he jumped off he the bus. He had access to his clothes in prison? I guess. I guess. Maybe because. Oh, because he had gotten moved to a like minimal. A house. 
I think no, I think he got moved to like minimum security. He okay. wasn't max, but I think he got moved to minimum. And you know, in some prisons, depending on where you were, and this was back in the seventies, so maybe it was different where it wasn't as locked tight as it is now. So put on two pairs of clothes or whatever, jumped off the bus, threw the prison clothes off, and like booked it. <laughs> so he found his way to New York and he met his wife. Like I said, they had four kids. We're married for 40 years. My man's was like in the church. <laughs> he was a deacon. He was living his best oh, life. Man. And the FBI came knocking on his damn door 40 years later in New York. And wow. So he went his, back to the being. I believe. Wait, maybe not because he was. Hold on. Is the statute he, of limitations up on his charges? I think it might be the statute of limitations because the story. But isn't it like a new charge if you escape? <laughs> let me see. Bobby Love. Bobby Love. Okay. North Carolina. Da 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 da. Bobby went to court. Sit up Max. Okay. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Oh, Cheryl. Cheryl. <laughs> Poor Cheryl. Oh, he was extradited back to North Carolina where his sentence was later paroled. He was released from prison in 2016. So he spent less than a year after the feds picked him up. And he also made headlines. He is 69 years old now. His name is legally changed to Bobby Love and he is trying to put his life back together with his wife. Cheryl forgave him, <laughs> which is, I don't even know what to say. I would, four kids in 40 years and 40 years later, I found out you are a whole different nigga. Woo. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's so much. It is so much. I love Humans of New York, though. It is one of the greatest pages on the internet. Hashtag real fish. Um, Erica Badu is coming out with an incense. That smells like her vagina. I thought it was a perfume. No, it is an in, it is incense. So an she incense. feels like people want she wants she feels like people want their homes to smell like her orifices. She because people have been praising her and her pussy powers for so long. Oh my god! Because she she apparently changes the lives of all men who come in contact with her. Oh her, my god vaginal uh this powers is, this is a lot so there was a candle and that sold out and now there's going to be incense in which what so she cut up some panties she don't wear panties no more but she cut up panties when she did and she burned them and she used some of those ashes in the process of making the incense so the incense is literally her puss <laughs> I knew this was going to give you. I knew this was this is what I was going to get from you. That's why I put it on there. What? <laughs> silence? I don't really know. Your facial expressions is what the crowd doesn't get to see. <laughs> I knew you'd be disgusted. Mission accomplished. Um Future's oldest I'm... son. Okay, yes. <laughs> Future's oldest son, poor baby, is 17 years old and is facing up to 20 years in prison what? for gang-related felonies. Yes. So the young man is 17. He was caught with guns and all manners of things. Guns with serial numbers scratched where out. Is <laughs> where where is Future? Where is Future? What is happening? 
Well, have we really seen him be a father to any of his kids? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is really so much, though. It is, and I feel very bad because so many people end up in these situations with pe- with ancient parents, and I'm and and they just turn out they just they just are not dealt the best hands, and it just really really sucks. I know it's not an excuse because there's a lot of people who have tra- trash parents and are able to be decent human beings, but it really sucks when you see a man blatantly ignoring his kids. You know what I'm saying? It really, it just really, it really is sucks. But speaking of one of uh, future seeds who is well taken care of, have you seen Russell Wilson's hair? (sighs) He looks like (laughs) Blanche Devereaux. (laughs) He looks like Kris Jenner. I'm trying to figure out what exactly. Gaston, Khadijah. Like, what is he trying (laughs) to accomplish? I don't know, but I feel like Sierra hyped him up in I'm some just way. Like, what is your motivation? Help me. I don't know. They doing a lot over there, and they really loving up on each other because you know they got a third baby coming, so Listen, that's about to change everything. Have the sex, procreate. This is what the Lord would want, but I just don't understand this this, hair, this, this roller voice. set. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. It was that it was they brushed it with that round brush. He, I said it's a round brush blowout. <laughs> He's got so much crown and I mean hide in the crown. I'm like somebody blew that out. He went to the Dominicans. Ooh, he did. It had them couple really big rollers up at the top. He literally had some height in the crown. <laughs> And roller wrap the sides. Ooh, and I think they accidentally snuck a little bit of perm in his conditioner like they like to do. Listen, (laughs) I'm trying to figure out what gives because it was so much. Live your best life, Russell. Um, So Gail King is facing like all kinds of death threats and all manners of things um, because of... A clip that was that was uh, put out by NBC, right? It I was thought NBC? it was CBS. CBS. I know it was one of them. Um, the colorless broadcasting station. <laughs> they put out a clip of Gail King um, in an interview with Lisa Leslie, in which she brought up Kobe's. Um, you know the brought up the 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 case from the past, and um, people were very upset with the way that it was framed in in the clip itself and um her questioning lisa leslie because you know they were like why is it that black women always have to answer these questions and so forth and so now she is receiving death threats apparently has to walk around with security and all manners of things so you know you can feel i'm i'm not going to state an opinion one way or the other about the that the actual case however i don't think it's right whether you agree or not to be sending death threats to somebody now that that's not cool um right now your your girl oprah oprah's the one who broke down i guess she was crying when she was asked about it because that's her best friend but oprah got her own shit with her right now because she will not speak out about anything regarding Harvey Weinstein and was very good friends with him, which is very, very interesting. Um, so, yeah, I don't really, I'm not here to discuss Oprah right now. Um, 
I had some opinions or thoughts around, I don't know. I was one of the people who felt that Gail's comments were insensitive and inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I was offended, I thought. Um, and, And I felt like her statement in response was inadequate um in terms of you know whether you know i don't know i mean i i guess you know folks are arguing that she's just a journalist doing her job and i get that but Mm. before gail was a journalist she was a black woman named gail she was and uh i just and maybe it's because of my own sensitivities um you know, given my own experiences, but I know what it's mm-hmm. like to lose somebody very tragically, very traumatically. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I feel like we just have to be sensitive to the timing of this because I feel mm-hmm. like while we're sitting around talking about cases and allegations, Vanessa has to pick out two caskets. That's that's and that's what I, that's where where my thoughts have been. And um, I and I understand, you know, folks are going to react and respond, mm-hmm. and people are going to, you know, feel how they feel. I feel like mm-hmm. there is a, 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 a I can't think of the, her name, but a journalist um, made an awesome awesome series of comments around you know the importance of us thinking about the context of this issue and what it's what what the um thinking about like the history of you know rape allegations between black men and white women in this country and how the narrative is told you know from the perspective of white families and how the narrative is told from the perspective of black families and i think we all have to consider these things within that context but mm-hmm. that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother show. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm not here to debate, you know, the merits or, you know, who said mm-hmm. what or who did right was wrong. I just feel like all of this, you know, um, it's just not the time is a hel- I, I, is a is a distraction from where our thoughts and attentions uh, are most needed um, at this time. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you know, I understand that Boosie and Snoop and others have felt away and have since wanted to, you know, air their com- their grievances all over the internet um, and, you know, at Gail's oh. expense. I do, and, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I got some thoughts around lots of this, but I'm, I'm not just going to table this conversation. Um, you know, just just to say that for me, I'm trying. I, I just wish that we can get back to the fact that Kobe's not in the ground yet. Um, and I, neither is Gigi. Yeah. yeah. And this yeah. family, um, and it's like all of us as fans, but there are this family and other families that are just torn apart right now. So while I think we do, there is space for us to discuss and consider all of these important issues, we have to be sensitive to mm-hmm. the people who have lost their loved ones and that's what I would really wish that we could just kind of get back to that it's just it, I just feel like humanity is is a little lost um you know and I understood I, like I said I understood the upset I understand the upset I understand why people feel like they need to say what they need to say but I do I do think first and foremost, and we talked about this last week, a fam or two weeks ago, a family is grieving. Um, and they're grieving a very traumatic loss. And so that's something that, you know, it it would we should try to keep at the forefront, 
during you know while we're thinking about this situation because this is something that they have to deal with for a very 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 long time for the rest of their lives actually and they're grieving hard body right now mm-hmm. and so and will know, be for quite some time to for come quite some time you know the loss that they suffered is not is not a small one you know what i'm saying and it's it's not like it was expected or anything like that so if just try to be a human being that's all like just try to be a human being and put yourself in other people's situations and shoes and think about how you would react or respond if somebody was talking about your family or whatever in the same way you know what i'm saying yeah um lastly so did did we talk about the whole terry cruz and gabrielle union i don't remember i feel like we might have mentioned it uh but i don't i don't well maybe not though because i don't even remember I, i don't feel like i know what the beef is i know gabby got fired right gabby got fired from america's got talent if i can put this all together where it makes sense got fired from america's got talent spoke out about her issues with America's Got Talent, um, with being a black woman and some of the things that she faced while being there. Is that Simon Cowell? Yes. He's always always not far from some some racism. Right. He's not far. So then Terry Crews spoke up and was like, oh, well, you know, I can't speak on behalf of black women because I'm not a black woman. But... um, I I know I didn't see any sexism and I definitely wow. didn't experience any racism. He's like that was never my experience. As a matter of fact, Whoa. that's one of the most diverse places I've ever worked. Whoa, and, Terry, you know I just I really enjoyed my time selling you know, out. Just really, just really just went on threw a whole Gabby like right up underneath well, that. Well, I bud. just well so then Gabby responded and was like, "Bruh, thank you for throwing me." right up under this double decker because what the fuck so she was upset you know said he threw her under the bus or what have you and then he recently made this very long um twitter apology in which he added her and you know spoke about how he called kevin hart to the table and so therefore he needs to be called to the table and how he didn't realize that his comments were throwing her under the bus and he sees now how you know how much he was throwing her under the bus and how sorry he is for his I comments. I feel like wasn't so he talking so trash before this apology though because wasn't he was like I feel like I saw something on the shade room where he was like Terry Crews says the only woman he's worried about is his wife or something. Yeah, something like that. And then, but he still, he came back at, even after that and then made this Twitter apology. Okay. So then, so then he, so this is like seven, eight tweets or whatever, right? And D-Wade responds and he's like, somebody take Terry Crews' phone. Please get it. <laughs> somebody just go get it. Because somebody go get it. Cut it off. D-Wade has earned a special place in my heart. I, I must say, like between how he deals with his family, how he, you know, how I he deals just, with his children. I just, he has earned a special place in my heart, yes. You got to go to, just go get, go get his phone. Go, exactly. I was like, my perfect sense of it. But yes, through her, just rolled her right up, right up and under that bus. Just rolled her right on up under it. So, um, and that's the trash this week. That's it. What a disappointment. I know. Let's move on to a shout out though. Something that's not disappointing. 
Okie doke. My sister's popping right now, like. Okay, so I wanted to switch the, the shout out up a little bit this week. We got an email from a listener who is shouting herself out. And I read it and I said, you know what? It's moments like these where we talk about celebrating yourself and how important it is to do so. And I think it's important that we also do so in community. So this email is from Carletta Newton. And she says, hey, ladies, happy 2020. Uh, this shout out is for myself. Before moving to a new state, I was homeless and drove from Cali to Oklahoma City with only $900 in my pocket oh. and never knew with switching to a call center would work, especially since we switched to a sales position. But I'm number one in my center and number two in the nation. And I'm making three times more than I have ever made. And since making enough, I booked my first trip to my dream city, New York City, for a week and right. planning a lot of trips in the future. This is even an even bigger deal because even though I'm battling with depression and on antidepressants, I'm still able to perform my absolute best. And knowing that means that we are not our mental illness. We are able to succeed even when they try to stop it. Oh, and Kia, I'm so happy that you're back in therapy and I pray for all your success. Thanks, sis. So that was from Carletta. And I just thought it was I thought it would be really dope to shout her out. Because Absolutely. We're proud of you. Yes, it is moments here. like these where we definitely need to celebrate ourselves and each other. Adapting to life as it comes and making big girl decisions and taking care of yourself and doing what you got to do. Like, that's what adulting is made of, sis. Like, right there, even when it's challenging, when it's difficult, you do what you got to do. And, I mean, it was a good story. It helps us know that there is a payoff for our diligence Absolutely. if we just keep at it, right? Absolutely. So congratulations to you, sis, and keep on, keep keeping on. And we would just want to shout you out and give you a little love this week. For sure. All right, let's move on to this kitchen table. It's a wireless world, and everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. Before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon earbuds start at about half the price of other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands you know. And Raycon's latest model, the E25, is their best one yet, with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and a more compact design that gives you a nice, noise-isolating fit. Raycon's comfortable wireless earbuds are perfect for on-the-go listening and for taking phone calls. They're stylish and discreet, with no dangling wires or stems. The company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge, Brandy, J.R. Smith, all of them, they're obsessed with them. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. So I have my Raycon E25s. Okay, me and Kia got a pair each, or excuse me, Kia and I. <laughs> and they were created by the illustrious uh, creator of the Scooty Bike, <laughs> Mr. Ray J. And when I tell you they are just as smooth as that Scooty Bike, I the sounds are wonderful. <clears throat> the fact that I don't have any wires hanging, I don't have any anything dangling around me because I'm moving around so often. I need something that keeps me completely hands-free and I don't have to worry about accidentally chopping off uh, while I'm in the middle of cooking and moving around the kitchen. I love my Raycons. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash grown. That's buyraycon.com slash grown for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. 
Goods. Buyraycon.com slash grown. All right, it's time to gather around the kitchen table for another uh, chit chat about, um, you know, grown folks' business. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have uh, a conversation about um, kind of call out culture. Um, it seems as though we are, we live in an age where the internet affords many of us a platform to express ourselves um, in what and however way we see fit. And, and a lot of times with that, you know, as we've seen this week with Gail and Snoop, um, and as mm-hmm. we saw um, over the last couple of weeks with like Khalees and Pharrell and Mace and Diddy, um, also Q from 112 came forward and said, Similar comments around Diddy Diddy's business practices. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and I'm. I mean, thinking about you know the convert, you know whether or not. I mean, all of this Gail, this Gail um, King, uh, the 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 news and opinions about um, whether or not Gail should have done what she's uh, did, and mm-hmm. whether or not we should be canceling her as a result, and. Snoop's comments, Boosie's comments, everybody in their mama's comments about it. Um, so I wanted, I thought it would be cool for us to just kind of talk about, you know, this call out culture that we're in and whether or not calling out is effective or always effective, always appropriate, always useful, always mm-hmm. necessary. And there's this, I don't know how to phrase it, but. Um, I've I've recently become familiar with the with the term calling in. So instead of calling people out, it's calling them in. And I guess the basic difference uh, between the two is calling out is characterized as public feedback about problematic or oppressive behavior, where the aim is to get people to stop, often by guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. Calling in is speaking with someone privately about their behavior um, in order to bring about change. I mean, your motivation is kind of just like behavior change and reconciliation and wanting to move forward. Mm. Um, So I read an interesting piece online. It's, uh, I guess the premise of these pieces is that... um, there are there are instances where the pub publicly airing somebody out is mm-hmm. is um not the most is is not effective mm-hmm. um and can and can make matters worse um so there uh so i guess the the move is is getting people toward getting people to open up themselves to the possibility of having more direct conversations that are less public um, about, you know, and and holding people accountable within Mm -hmm. the safety of those private conversations. So given those two definitions, I wanted to see what your thoughts was about uh, whether or not there are instances where calling out can be counterproductive. Um, And if so, can you think of any? Maybe if we take something like the the Lizzo situation okay. where uh, the Postmate Lizzo situation. Mm. I'm just using that as an example. Um, because you all know tales of Jade versus the delivery <laughs> people 
It is alive and well. <laughs> and I continue to shout out my beloved Instacart. They still don't give me no problems. Y'all know another motherfucking Postmate stole my food. But anyway, that's oh I digress. I digress. I can't even make this up. But anyway, I understand the frustrations of 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 that and how that feels. And of course, being a human being who's starving and who wants <laughs> their stuff in the moment and like you not going you just not going to get it cuz somebody just flat out stole your food. However, I think with that particular situation using that as an example, that's uh I think that was one where calling in might have been a little bit more productive than a call out because yeah, Lizzo's res- actions were irresponsible with the platform that she has posting a girl's picture and name online and so forth and so on is a lot because you hold a different power than she does. And so it's unfair. And I think there was a way in which to uh, have a conversation about that as opposed to just like, you a fucked up person. (laughs) Um, But then if I take a situation like Khalees and Pharrell, Mm Mm-hmm. I can understand where her calling out she may feel is might be the most effective because it's like, so if you, you saw the interview, right? Or you read the interview. I read it. So you saw the part where, um, you know, she talked about for years, like, you know, she's had a conversation with him, which I think was the calling in. And it was like, yo, this, like this contract is trash. Mm. Like, and you know, this contract is trash. And basically, the response was, well, you, you signed, signed it. it. Right. And she's like, but I was like 21 years old. Right. Like if you on a human basic level, I did not have the understanding that I needed in order to benefit myself or or handle this in a different way. And I didn't have that guidance. And that's not the world that I come from. And yet, you know, and you know, this contract is trash. And your only response is, well, you signed it. She, and then as she continues further on, she's like, and he'll perform songs and will see me in the crowd and will give me a head nod, knowing that you you had terrible business practices with me. And so I can understand how in a situation like that, where at the end she was like, I am no longer interested in protecting the sanctity of, of black men, which... Wow. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> and... That's heavy. Do I love black men? Isn't she Absolutely. raising a son? Uh, you're raising some. You're raising a black man, so you need to be interested in some form of of the sanctity really of black final. men. That's very, or that's at a least big heavy statement. She said a mouthful, <laughs> sis. There's because they're, they're, because I understand. There's so it's so layered and leveled and and there's so many. It's such an onion, you know, with these <laughs> niggas because <laughs> I can understand where. I, you know, I love black men. I, that's unfortunately what I'm attracted to. But I also, and I say unfortunately, because I have also seen countless examples of how y'all can be trash. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it just is what it is. And I love the fact that some of you are recognizing the fact that, you know, the uh, the greater amount of your of your your kind are trash. <laughs> so, okay. This is <laughs> But this is going in a different direction right. than what was intended. <laughs> so carry on, sis. No, I'm just saying, like, no, Those it's are two not examples. necessarily going in a different direction, though, because I feel like, so what I was going to say is I think, I, I think my leaning, and maybe this is just me actually growing up, like, who knew? But my, my leaning, 
uh, or my tendency, <laughs> you know, I guess what I'm leaning more toward is to be more, is being more thoughtful and aware of the context that surrounds situations. And right. I, I think um, as I get older and my perspective changes, I think things, I, I definitely, um, I don't always, but I'm more conscious of being more considerate of what the implications of my actions will be before I act. So right. I think in that sense, right? So like in the, if we were talking about the, Khalees and Pharrell situation. So while I fully understand why she would feel betrayed because she was fully and wholeheartedly taken advantage of. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that is wrong. Right. But I also feel like, um, and we can go back and forth around whose fault it was, but you know, I guess at the end of the day it happened. And morals versus legalities. Right. Versus, and mean, like yeah, responsibilities. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, like, you know, as trash as it is and as much as I would hate it if somebody said it to me, but you signed it is the truth. Right. So um, we and we can't help what we don't know. In that instance, we didn't know. So it's just an unfortunate sit, situation all around. It just speaks to the to just, trash character. Right. But I'm saying, like, we like she was fully taken advantage of. Right. And I think the lesson is, you know, we have to acknowledge that people who we thought we, even people who we're close to and believe we can trust, there's still the chance that they can take advantage of us. And this is not me chastising or scolding or I'm just, mm -hmm. I just feel like, the older I get, I'm able to zoom out and really kind of see situations for what they are. And um, if, if I do, I do agree that she did have a conversation with Pharrell per the interview and, you know, asked and didn't get the um, response that she wanted or the acknowledgement, even him, him acknowledging that what he did was wrong mm -hmm. and, you know, trying to make some sort of amends for it. And I could see her being or feeling like this interview and airing him out in this way vindicated her. So in in this right. sense, I think, you know, and when we're talking about calling out versus calling in, I think one of the things we need to be mindful of in terms of which is more appropriate is kind of like those power dynamics. So right. in the sense where Khalees was powerless and was literally at, at Pharrell's mercy, in this instance, she was able to, um, you know, tell her truth and tell her story um, and kind of I don't know, fight back against the ways that she was silenced mm -hmm. because of, because of, you know, the power structure. And in that instance, she was powerless because she signed a contract and it was what it was. Um, the same could be said for Mace and all of the other artists. Ooh, yikes. Um, and this is not me caping for, for Diddy. Like, I think, I think, you know, do I feel like, like I, it, it, I am. What strikes me about this whole Diddy situation is that Diddy is on Instagram now preaching love and life, and and is, now but... he is like he is he is promoting Tracy Ellis Ross hair care. Which is like hilarious. he, I mean, like he is just all things community and wealth and pushing each other forward and and change. So, and I also feel like. Diddy mm. is just about a billionaire. So what would it be to him to just go ahead and give Mace his money? Well, here's my thing. Okay, so this is just one of Jade's personal conspiracies. Oh, boy. But for years. <laughs> and listen, I'm very well aware that Puffy is the is just 
so entertaining on the internet. Listen. You know what I'm saying? He gives us a dance. He's a great dad. You know what I'm saying? His kids I mean, his seem life well is just so entertaining to watch. He's, I feel like he's, he's a show. He's a program. He's it, he is. He's entertaining <laughs> and pleasant and just like you know, it's just it's just fascinating to watch. But something in my spirit has always spoken to me and told me that Sean Combs is an an, an angel of darkness. That's kind of how, like, like kind of how I feel. Quincy Jones is always lying. Yes, I feel like something I feel in like my there spirit. is just an underlying. Mm, that's fair. We have evil to listen layer. to that reading. That's important. But since I was a kid, though, I was like, "Yo, some may write." I don't believe. I felt you. like he had something to do with my man Christopher Wallace. I just, I something in my spirit has no, and it's everybody around you. Not everybody, you know. We have a couple that have prospered. We have our our lovely Auntie Mary. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so happy that she has been able to fight. Maybe she is such an angel of light that she's able to combat whatever it is that he has going on. But for the most part, look at the people. Like, look at what happens to those there around. There is him. definitely a pattern. I I I cannot deny. You know, you'd be remiss if you didn't see it. Um, so, but I understand that he is, and he does practice and, and preach these. I mean, he does preach these things. But, you know, Russell Simmons does yoga. So, Listen, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think. I don't know. I don't know. I, and I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I think there are, there are instances where calling out and calling in are could both be warranted or appropriate, appropriate responses. Um, but I just thought it would be a cool conversation given our our univ- our shared proclivity to cancel people. Like we are able, we get people out of here. We do and, and, and drag and like you know how quickly you know it it how quickly it can happen. Like one like within like we went to bed and woke up and and Gail King was done. Like, yo i didn't even it know was I, was old, like, it was I was like, like wow. how did you niggas have time to threaten yeah, her life like because i was in bed like <laughs> wow y'all stayed up to three girl i went to bed <laughs> i just went to sleep my gracious i think i think what i think i think calling out is a is a beautiful thing um i think that we are in a day and age in which we are holding people accountable for their bullshit and that's great i think where it gets a little bit dangerous sometimes is that we are also in this very reactionary culture and it doesn't you it, it doesn't give um opportunities or, or people a chance anything to settle or like for people to make mistakes and kind of be like you know what had me a human moment there not perfect right and so like what I does redemption that, look like in a call out right. culture well, it's it, it, right now it looks like there ain't nothing. Right. So I'm just <laughs> but, like, I mean, how do we, and I, I mean, and I'm not caping for the people who. No, 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 We've no, no. drug collected. Especially for the people who are supposed to be up out of here. Right. Let's but be very clear. I, I do feel like there is some danger in us getting to the place where we are so quick to just eviscerate like we get folks out of here and they're gone and especially when we don't do so in equitable ways so there are people who you know we cancel it seems like every other week but they just be right back (laughs) because it's not a real can't because it's not right while there are other people who you know they are one and done 
So I don't know. I just think it, it, it begs a question for us to think about what it really means. How does one make amends? Is it over for Gail? Like, I feel like black women will forgive Gail, but like there are some, I feel like the vitriol um, is, you know, it's coming pretty heavily from our brothers. And I mean, I just wonder if, if they, if, if they will, if they will ever be able to, uh, like, you know, how long, how long will, will Miss Gail be in the doghouse? Um, mm. And, you know, what, what will that look like? I was thinking as you're talking about Gail also, I don't know if you've seen the Ari Lennox situation recently. So, where, uh, mm-hmm. no, walk me through it because I don't, I feel like I just saw some random headline that said that she was telling, she told a story about what, what happened? What, from what I saw, um, just from the bit that I saw, she went on one of her Instagram live rants. And I just wish that um, there was someone who could stop her from doing that. I know, because I love Ari, and I just... I want you know, her to just like, t- just like Dwayne said, just take her phone sometimes. Just take the phone sometimes. So she um, she started speaking on, because of the Gail King situation, um, she started speaking on how black men are targeted and uh, how, you know, we have to uphold black men because they're always, you know, kicked down. Just on a whole, like, black man thing. Okay. Um, and that's where, and I don't, also, I don't know if you saw it, Bill Cosby Holy tweeted God. That from blew my prison. mind. Because I did not mine know too, that. Because I thought he was blind. <laughs> Never mind the phone. <laughs> Never mind the phone in prison. Oh, I have gotten over that shock. I forgot. I know niggas have phones I mean, you know prisons. how when niggas is on trial, they body stop breaking down. Harvey Weinstein going to be in the stretcher in a minute, but go ahead. Soon. Soon come. But I really thought, I thought he was blind. That was really my biggest like, well, I, I just knew this nigga was blind. That's what, that's what he said. Soon <laughs> untold. Somebody is giving um, Heathcliff the play by play. Because he ain't reading Heathcliff it. because they Heathcliff is different from. Oh Bill. yes, that's right. You're right. <laughs> He's different He's from a character. Bill. But they're giving him the play by play, and this nigga felt just so like empowered to be like, "Oh yes, Snoop, yes." And wait a minute, I'm no, just, did Snoop respond? You to him? could just sit the fuck right on down. I hope we all collectively, as a people, ignored him. I did. I did not acknowledge it like, online. I, I did not retweet it. I did not is give it no numbers. Is he on a razor phone? What is, who is even responsible <laughs> for this? <laughs> oh, no. It's probably a, a full-blown iPhone. Niggas have phones in, in jail. I was floored. Fury was like, they have Christian Mingle too, sis. <laughs> they do. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Mm-mm-mm. They have meetaninmate.com. Like, uh, they've got whole sites to, like, oof, link up I'm and meet prisoners and... and- I'm gonna stay no. over here in the corny people's side of the internet. That's where I am. Living it's my a best whole to life. do. It's a whole to do. But somebody told Bill in his glaucoma about this <laughs> situation. And this nigga felt empowered to speak up and it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, bro. Nobody's talking to or about you. I just hope everyone ignored him. I pray to God that not Snoop nor Boosie acknowledged that <sighs> foolishment. God. No, Snoop did, which I was very disappointed. What did he very say? disappointed. Oh. He re he reposted it on his Instagram and called him Uncle Bill, and I'm Ugh. like, oh God. But you know, again, Help. 
this goes back to the conversation that we're having. So you have, let's say you take, okay, so let's take Snoop Dogg, right? Let's take Snoop Dogg out of this and let's replace him with uh, everybody's ignorant ass uncle because we all have one, right? And so we replace these, you replace Snoop with this ignorant ass uncle and your uncle's making the very same commentary that Snoop is making. How do you respond to that? Do you cancel your uncle or do you then try to um, find a way to steer his thinking as to why it is a problem? You say, Uncle Scotty, what the hell are you doing? You You know what I'm saying? The internet, my God, Uncle Scotty. Let me explain to you why (laughs) it's not okay to champion for Bill Cosby. He's a rapist. (laughs) He is a rapist. He raped multiple women. He drugged and assaulted multiple women. But so it's it's a it's a it's a it's a really thin line. And I think that sometimes if we take ourselves and put them in different different situations, all right. So this is a celebrity. What if it is our our ignorant ass uncle? How are we gonna go about that? And there are family members who also need to be canceled. So that's another, you know. Right. So I feel like I mean, and, and we may not. I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't know. I don't feel no. like this is a, a show. This is a topic no, not where at all. We'll get to a place like this is how you do it. But I do feel like it begs the question of thinking, um, like, what does accountability look like in an age like this? Does can you hold someone accountable, um, and and, and call them call attention to the ways in which they have done wrong, offended somebody, uh, you know, compromised somebody's safety or their rights, you know, can you call someone to the carpet about their inappropriate behavior without mm-hmm. ending them? Um, and, and I feel like there may be some instances where ending them is the best way to go. But oh, I mean, yeah, no, is, is it is is it the case that every time somebody does anything, um, that we have to like does the, is the internet going to drag? Because I think there are like we have to we have to consider what us moving in this direction means, right? Like mm-hmm. we have people who, you know, gaslight and say crazy things and for attention, so that they will kind of keep this attention up just to kind of keep the mess going. And then the other side of that, you have people who are afraid to say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we limit ourselves from having conversation that we need. Right. So like getting some clarity and bringing people, um, you know, raising awareness around some of the ways that we need to change the way that we're thinking about things. Cause I say all the time, I don't know everything. And as such, I probably say some things I don't have no business saying. I probably Mm -hmm. say some things that I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to say because Mm -hmm. we live in a time, you know, where things are changing and evolving at such a rate that, you know, it's it's to be expected that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to say something wrong or we're going to do something wrong. And I believe that Gail King was wrong all day long. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And absolutely people who were offended by what she said had the right to tell her because I do feel like intention doesn't absolve you from responsibility, but how do you hold, hold people responsible with how to, without taking it to the extreme of like, you said something so crazy and we going to come get you like to to Mm -hmm. quote, to quote, to quote uncle Snoop. 
Now, <laughs> do I believe that Snoop was going ride out on Miss Gail? No. No. I do. F- I, I, I never for once. And I mean, I understood the outcry. But when I watched the video the first time, it was just like Snoop is really upset. <laughs> like, I didn't think he was talking about all black women. I didn't think he was talking about me. But I understand after, you know, watching the comments roll and people posting their responses, I get. Mm-hmm. I totally see, you know, how the nature of what was said and how it was said was problematic and inappropriate. And I fully agree. But I just wonder, like, do. When do we get to a place where we can get out of reacting and feeling and really having conversations that we need to make things better? Because, I mean, we stay in this emotional place so much. Mm -hmm. We stay in this hurt, offended, oh, my God, this is terrible. You're an awful person. I'm getting away from you forever. We stay in that place so much that we don't ever... So we just going to be mad. Like, it's just going to get to the point where everybody's canceled. We're going to piss each other off and won't nobody be talking to nobody else. Um, and yeah, we need to have conversations <laughs> like, hey, uh, the comments you've made are homophobic comments. Right. These are the reasons why. Right. And I mean, sure, that doesn't mean that you just, uh, you know, open yourself up to people's abuse and toxic behavior and you don't set boundaries for yourself. But I mean, when do we get to the place where we can have conversation about what we're going to do mm-hmm. um, without exactly. without us just being, uh, you know, a, a, a mob of people who are just mad? Unless it's for R. Kelly, because, well, you know, flame him. <laughs> but um, <laughs> this is a conversation we can continue to have um, because people continue to fuck up every day. B. Yeah, so. and I mean, I mean, I could be wrong <laughs> if folks have feelings. I mean, I'm sure you will. You always do. Either way, I think that um, this is just like I just feel like, you know, I y'all know how I feel. I don't like nobody's. Uh, I don't like I don't like it when people say and do stupid things and I react and respond as well. I just feel like we can't get to a I, I just beg I'm before I well instead of saying that I'll say I just believe that uh there has to be a like what's next? Like what's yeah. what's next? Um are we just gonna stay mad forever? How do how do we I just wonder how do we move the conversation forward do we move the conversation forward or do like do we just move on to other things i just calling out calling in cancel culture i just feel like it's going to be a vicious cycle that's going to just keep up more mess more hate more foolishness like and like you said people mm-hmm. are going to continue to say and do stupid things every day mm-hmm. self-included self-included oh but this conversation does not apply to racists y'all can all eat dicks um that part but we have an honesty box to get to so (laughs) let's head on over there let's do it it. it. getting into debt is easy getting out is hard especially if your credit score isn't great thankfully there's upstart.com the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score so we all know that you know folks graduate college with all manner of debt um and then you know they give us more credit so what do we do we get more debt um if i had something like upstart when i was navigating my post collegiate career i probably (laughs) would have been able to make some better choices to get myself Mm. out of some sticky financial situations 
Upstart mm-hmm. actually rewards you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter interest rate to help you pay off higher interest credit card debt. They make it fast, simple, and easy to check your rate. And since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. Once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Over 400,000 people have used Upstart to pay off credit cards or meet their financial goals and obligations. Free yourself from the burden of high-interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot. And hurry to upstart.com grown to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash grown. If you want exercise to fit you and your goals without having to spend the money for an expensive personal trainer, you've got to try training with Future and not the rapper. So I love Future, uh, Future and Fit. And not the rapper. And not the, and not the rapper. <laughs> um, I love Future Fit because... I was able to choose my trainer. It allows you to pick if you'd like a male or a female trainer. If you want to focus on weight loss or strength or what have you, it gives you all of the different aspects of each trainer. So you know how to choose. Uh, You you can use it with an Apple Watch, which is absolutely wonderful. It helps you to optimize your daily routine. I know that it's helped me to put me into a routine. So I know, okay, Mondays are arms. Tuesdays and Thursdays are, are cardio days. Wednesdays are legs. And Fridays are full bodies. But Future Fit and, you know, has helped me to put that together. Future pairs you up with one of their world-class trainers and coaches create your personalized workout plan tailored specifically to your schedule, your routine, your goals, and your progress. Your coach checks in with you daily to keep you on track, sending texts, making adjustments to your routine, and following your progress logged on your Apple Watch. You don't have an Apple Watch? It's not a problem. When you sign up to train with Future, they send you everything you need, including an Apple Watch. Don't overpay for a trainer. Get the workouts you need to meet all your fitness goals and take your trainer with you wherever you go with Future. Sign up for Future today at tryfuture.com slash grown and get your first two weeks with your personal trainer for $1. That's tryfuture.com slash grown for two weeks for only a dollar. Tryfuture.com slash grown. Honestly? Truly. All right, all right, all right. Um, We got us an honesty box this week. And we, she would like us to give her a pseudonym. So let's give her a pseudonym. Um, Billie Eilish. Okay, Billie. <laughs> the lady from Lion King. All right. So it says, hey, ladies, I love the podcast. And thank you for the hearty laughs, great advice, and vulnerability. It's much needed. Now to the problem. My 60-year-old cousin is a drug addict. He's been one since veggie since, oh, Okay. He's been one since I was born. I'm 25. Family members have always helped him by buying him things such as vehicles, groceries, giving money, rides whenever they could. He lives alone. He had a roommate and doesn't have a steady home. uh, Doesn't have a steady income other than the government checks, I think. Now, he doesn't come to any family functions and most don't fool with him anymore. Only my grandma, great aunt and some of his siblings. It's fine to help him and all, but it's an issue when it comes to my grandma and my great aunt who are both past 75 and don't get around well. They have given him so much money and rides all over town several times a week. He always has a story to get sympathy to help him out. They know it's a lie, but go along with it, like the reason for the ride, where he needs to go and what he's actually getting. 
They insist on being there for him whenever he calls or drops by unannounced. He literally lives a few houses down. They just can't say no. I used to help, but I got tired and I'm sure he could feel my vibe, so he stopped asking. Neither Graham or Aunt has money like that, so it's not cool. They can't keep giving him their last little bit. I just don't like my sweet old ladies treated that way. I really want to cuss him, but Graham said no. Is there any way to get them to see how it's a problem? I've had a conversation with Graham. She doesn't want to see him in need, especially since his father passed away about two years ago. What would you ladies do to help in this situation? I don't know if there's a solution, but something's got to give. Thank you, ladies. Billie Eilish. Oh, boy. I don't know if I'm qualified to answer this, but um, I feel like... I'm not sure what you can do if you can do anything. I don't think you can do anything. Um, I feel like there, yeah. I You said, what can you do to make your aunt and your grandma see? And I'm saying, mm-hmm. I would say they see. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. say that this is not a matter of them being blindsided or the wool is not being pulled over their eyes just like you know that your uncle is lying they know your uncle is lying and this is um like their decision to help and support him and to not abandon him even while he's managing this illness that is addiction is the choice that they have made yep um and it's not my place to say whether uh they should or should not do that and you can have opinions about it i think it's totally fair we don't want to see our loved ones um in situations that you know are not benefiting them but at the end of the day everybody's grown yeah unfortunately sometimes it's like that um yeah you know you this is this is unfortunately one of those situations where you've done what you could on your part absolutely and you've set your boundaries and said all right i'm not gonna give money any longer and you can't control how other people move um you know i had i've had an uncle who's been on and off of drugs for decades at this point and i cannot control how other family members respond to him if other family members want to give him Uh, jobs or give him opportunities or chances I don't necessarily have to agree with it and I usually don't but I have also come to understand that what they choose to do don't have nothing to do with me right and while I may not like it it's not my business Mm -hmm. and so uh, and that's a real life situation that we deal with within my family you know what I'm saying I have take I have chosen to not be involved with this person while I see other family members are and while I may not like it it's what am I going to do about it? I'm, I set my personal boundaries. Totally. And so I think with this particular situation, all you can do is continue to do what you have done. And that's set your boundaries. Know that you're not going to give monetarily any longer to this person because, you know, for what, you know, for your own personal reasons, but what your, your grandmother and your aunt and them choose to do is what they choose to do. And you just have to respect that. Unfortunately. I I mean, I feel like, Unless I knew for sure that someone's health or safety was going to be compromised or that, um, you know, and even then I feel like you can do what you can. But there is a limit to like your to your your 
your ability to influence the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know from your position, you know, how much you could do in any direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's an unfortunate situation. It's a horrible thing to watch. I like Jade have totally been there with members of my family who are addicts. So I empathize with you and I know how hard it is. I would continue to have conversation. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, like I said, beat a dead horse, but as long as my grandma and my aunt knew how I felt, I would let, you know, I don't, I don't really care for the, the way that this situation is, you know, that he's taking advantage of you. You know, you grown though, but you could do what you want to do. But I'm telling you, I don't like it. <laughs> I feel like that's I would, it. I would say that, but I feel like that's pretty much all that I could do, um, literally, because this yeah. it, it wouldn't be my place to do anything else. Unfortunately, I'm sorry we couldn't help you more, Billie Eilish. But I'm really sorry. Sometimes it'd be like that. Unfortunately, right. like sometimes that's how it is, and it's you know. Sometimes we don't have. Sometimes you there is no no answer or any cure right. for how to handle a situation, especially when it comes to family members, especially when it comes to grown family members. Um, but we hope that you find your personal peace with the situation, and continue to set your boundaries and and continue to instill those. And be praying for you and your whole family and your uncle. Yeah, we know it's not that. That's never easy to deal with. Nope. So. Continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com and we can move along to our black woman self care. Okay, KK. I deserve. Okay, it's black woman self care time and we deserve. So, my black woman saying we deserve. Black, go ahead. No, flat, flat as my flat. face. You know why? Because <laughs> you know it was on flat, flat. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> anyway, okay. I went to to Sephora. I went to Sephora yesterday. Ooh. You know they do yeah. facials if you're a beauty insider, right? Oh my goodness, I did not know that. I'm going tomorrow. Oh, yes. Please go because this lady. So. She puts the, you know, the, she she preps my face and then she does the washing. You know, they have the sinks. Is it a full facial or like a little mini Sis. joint? It's, it is a mini full facial. Okay. So she washed it. You know, they have the sinks there, had me clean it. And then she did a, a dead skin cell exfoliant. Really? And I saw the all, just skin coming off. Eek. And then... She did the machine. They have a little machine and sucked all this shit out of my skin, just all this stuff, Ooh. and showed me at the end what she got out of my skin. And then after that, did a t- you know had me cleanse, do a toner, a moisturizer, a serum, and all of that. And my skin felt lovely. So my black woman self care this week is I actually went into Sephora. You all remember th- uh, we started getting grown almost three years ago. So brazy. 
And you all remember, I think it might have been a few months into starting getting grown. I had to purchase some new foundation. <laughs> and that's when I purchased the Lancome Bisque. Bisque. Three, 370, I think is what it is. Meanwhile, my <laughs> number is 560. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. You want cookies? You want crumpets, bitch? Oh, wait. So, or maybe it's 550. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep talking. I think it, yeah, I think mine is... Uh, I think it's three. I think it's Bisque 370. So wow. I have officially run out of foundation three Minus years later. 550 suede seat. Wow. Wow. Suede. suede. Wow. Look at look at the look at the luxury that they give you Bisque. all in names. But they give us soup. <laughs> I am a creamy soup. How trash. But I went in there to purchase that and ended up after getting that facial, getting multiple skincare things. And I, if you are a grown person yes. in this day and age, you understand that skincare things are not cheap. Amen. <laughs> so am I going to say what I got? Absolutely not. Because I know how y'all hoes like to do people when you like look up the products and then come back and complain and tell them you posted a product that costs $86. Well, girl, my skin is plump. So I don't know what to tell you. And I got, cost, these, I got these products. And nigga, I cannot wait to finish recording so I can go wash my face so much and fun. tone it and moisturize it and serum it down. I mean, I already had the stuff that I used and it's been doing just fine. But I instantly saw the change with the new products that I bought. And, um, very very excited about that i also made myself an acupuncture appointment Ooh. because my arm has been bothering me for some months now and so i feel like there needs some some work that needs to be done so i've been doing those things to take care of myself that is my black woman self-care you this week you are just over there i mean Same. living your best julia oh, glycolic acid i mean <laughs> acid just over like, there. I need baby butt skin, my nigga. Like, this is the it's goal. Baby important. butt skin. It's very important. I'm um, at that age. I think I'm going to, perhaps I will indulge in a facial this week. Um, Please do. I might have to hit up my esthetician. Hey, Janine. Um, so, yes. Uh, that. So, my uh, black woman self-care is a little bit different. Um, I allow myself to just sit in home and enjoy um who killed max malcolm x on netflix oh i mean it is a six six episode series on about the doctor honorable yes Elijah it is it is a documentary mm -hmm. um and i'm not all the way finished with it yet but you know i said that i was going to just sit down and you know, and let myself have some TV time because I enjoy the television. So how's the documentary? It's really good. I don't want to talk okay. about it until I finish it. Okay. But I mean, I'm going to watch it. Lots of insight and information and things that we, you know, we've mm. all read the book that mm. was written in autobiography, but there's so much surrounding uh, Malcolm X that happened after that was, um, you know, after he wrote that book and there's, you know, so much, Lots of inside information into uh, the case surrounding mm -hmm. his murder. 
Mm-hmm. Assassination. Y'all got to go read it up because Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Well, there's so yeah. much. There's so much, and they really they don't. You know, it's, it's a it's a man who did it. Been studying Malcolm X in this particular case for over thirty years, and yes, um, he really has dedicated his life to really just um, illuminating this story. And come in, um, Noah. <laughs> now we'll have a word from our sponsor. Yeah, I'm uh, Auntie Kia. No, not in person tonight. Okay, it's time for you to go to bed and go no blow that said nose. No not her. She don't count. <laughs> Just like no in no, person. No, I mean like a real person who's actually here. All right, all right. Leave my microphone. I'll go to bed and blow your nose. <laughs> good night. I love you. Sweet but dreams. Yes, that was my black woman self-care, <laughs> and I'm also going to get myself a, a good old facial. Um, and Noah is still talking. <laughs> she she said, have a good podcasting. <laughs> Bless her heart. Yes. That's, and I, I mean, I'm just a nerd. So that, that really, watching that documentary felt like self-care. <laughs> I'm going to watch that documentary, but I'm glad that you sat down and rested. Yes. And I also decided your buns. I'm going to call Miss Irma, the cleaning lady to come up in here this week. Cause I just yes. need some help. Yes. Ooh. Oh, you know what I found out? So the lady who did my facial, she is an esthetician. Mm-hmm. So she actually practices elsewhere. Gave me her information on the side, and she's getting ready to start hooking me up once a month. So it's important. That was lovely. Oh, and also, whenever you have your next TV time, you need to get into the morning show. Okay. The morning show is a is is a satirical drama about the matt lauer scandal Mm. but they changed the names obviously steve carell is playing the matt lauer-esque character his name is mitch kessler matt lauer mitch kessler (laughs) and jennifer aniston is playing his co-host oh reese witherspoon is also a part when i tell you Jennifer Aniston deserves her things for this show. Go ahead. And I do not cape for that lady like that. Get it, Rachel. Th- you need to watch the morning show. It is good. What is it on? Oh, it's on AB, it, excuse me, it's on Apple TV. It's an Apple TV original show. I watch it on another app that is mm-hmm. not <laughs> of, <laughs> Of, I'm gonna need of you to send legal me that. streams i will but um yes it is very very good i will i'll send you the login and stuff for that um oh also we said we were gonna do this did you watch the masked singer i sure did <laughs> and we you know, should I just was, add this right on today i was traveling mm-hmm um, I went to Texas. I went to Brownsville, Texas. I had to go to the University of Texas, Rio Grande Valley, which is actually wow. on the Mexican border. I was going to say, that sounds like they have some really good Mexican food there. I was actually able to What are you over there consuming? A delicious chimichanga. <laughs> I was drinking, I'm drinking some iced tea. I'm sorry if you can hear my mouth. Um, so. Ooh, chimichanga. Yeah, I had a delicious chicken chimichanga. Mm, um. Mm, mm. And um, what was I saying? Oh, yes. I rushed, rushed, rushed from the airport so that I can get to my room to watch The Mass yes. Singer. Yes. And then I and went to was- and I went to Orange Theory after that, because I, interestingly enough, as the as the Lord would have it, there was an Orange Theory literally across the street from my hotel. 
it in was, the Rio Grande. It was almost like God was saying, you're not about not to work out this week, sis. <laughs> okay. Get your life. All right. That's okay. okay. An orange no theory of all places, Exactly. Too. I did not expect. Ain't gonna be no Rio Grande Valley in. I mean, ain't gonna be no uh, Orange Theory in no Brownsville, Texas. But listen, yes, honey, there, across the street wrong. from the hotel, <laughs> and the people there were so nice and pleasant. They were like, "Welcome." <laughs> well, thank Brownsville you, girl. proved your brown face wrong. They sure did. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Well, so what did you? So first of all, can I just say I did not know. Yes, we're talking about the mass singer, so y'all know the spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. I did not know. Drew Carey could sing. I mean, Drew Carey sung. He sung. I mean, I I mean, sung a vocalist. I was like, I was, I was like, I am so surprised. By I this. thought it was Kelsey Grammer. I did too. I did too. Because his voice actually sounded like Fraser Crane to me. It did. Has um Tina Turner been on Mass Singer? No. Okay. Well, uh, well, the the monster definitely shocker. I mean, I'm just waiting for the right mystery guest judge to be. I'm trying to. I, how a did black Jamie person. not get that? This is what I'm saying. I was really disappointed because it reminded me of last of the season where Gladys Knight was on. Mm-hmm. And um, them judges, bless their hearts, was just so wrong. And wrong as seven left shoes. Keenan was like. I don't know what's wrong with you people. That is clearly Gladys Knight. <laughs> I will say Jamie did say, cause Jenny McCarthy, bless her, her heart and her mind. I don't know how much of it has been eaten away, but she said something crazy about, um, I think she said Dolly Parton or somebody. She always says something crazy. She thought Michelle Williams was uh Fantasia and she thought see. Patty LaBelle was Macy Gray. Now I cut, okay, the comp- I cut the television clean off when she said that. They some of these I, I'm like are they trolling us I with these said, guesses? Now, y'all but Jamie Foxx did say he goes oh no 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 whoever this is is a queen and they got soul. <laughs> but how you didn't get it with Shaka though? I heard it as soon as she opened her mouth. I mean I'm just and you can tell she's holding back because I'm like Shaka's yes. not gonna be able to hold it and she gonna get one no. of them big trumpet notes <laughs> and every <laughs> and every. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna really open her mouth, and that whole mass is gonna fly off her head. There's no way that that sound is gonna be contained within that mat, within that mask. Ooh, I mean, ooh. I just can't wait until she hits them with that, that good. Like it's really can't every, wait. every, the whole roof is coming off the building. Are you kidding? Shaka Khan sounds like a human trumpet. And Nicole Sweatpepper, oh, you're supposed I'm to be so a vocalist, and you have, she don't you never know nothing. You can't even figure out that that's Shaka Khan. Just, I just want, I really want like the guest next guest judge, judge to be like Brandy or somebody. Please, no, mm-mm, no. Well, no, Brandy no. would know that that is Shaka no, Khan. That is dangerous. Don't it's do dangerous. that. Please don't do Brandy <laughs> like that. Please don't do that to her. I just, I have theories, but you and your um, theories can sit back, okay? I don't. Monica, have Monica. Monica will okay. come with there. Monica's okay? fine, <laughs> and she will. Fantasia, someone. Fantasia, I'm cool. Even you, y'all can even bring loud ass Jennifer Hudson. Now, she even, I just she need will get somebody. It. I even wanted to be. It could be somebody like not even a singer, but just like a, another good good black person like someone who is really black like bokeem woodbine like, like somebody just, who is um like Dion cole <laughs> like, <yeah. somebody. laughs> 
just say bring Dion Cole because he Cedric gonna, the entertainer. He gonna be like exactly. Cedric gonna be like now, now. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. How y'all didn't figure? Or Steve Harvey loud ass. Somebody need to be sitting in the seat and saying, "Now that ain't nobody but Shaka Khan. Y'all got to shut up, okay?" Well, Shaka's gonna end up winning the whole thing anyway, so they're not. Because I thought Patty was gonna win, and I think Patty got tired. (laughs) I think she probably she got hot. Is what she got. All of them. I think I. I don't know. I really would. I think it would be amazing if Shaka made it to the end, but I don't know. Now, who is the soulful voice white girl? Now, the you kangaroo. Know, so, I mean, it could be a white girl. It okay. could, and it could be. I did think it could be a black girl this last. So the thing is, I felt like. So I'm just walk with me on this because I feel like I, it's probably mm-hmm. a reach. But she gave me a little Jordan Sparks. I, I got I got a little bit of that. I got a little bit of that, um, and I heard she has a little height to her as well. She's tall. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Didn't know that, she's by the way. not athletic, but isn't her dad like, or she has like a her dad's a football her player. Dad's a football player, and but the uh, but the only thing is, I don't really know. Like the the kangaroo keeps talking about the the stress of the life, the stress of life, and like yeah. you know making mm-hmm. a comeback and being in the press for one reason or another. Hmm. Um. I thought Demi Lovato. Oh, but um, I'm not I'm not entirely Ooh. sold on that. I don't know what I thought Iggy Azalea at first Ooh. because they said she sang Iggy, before Iggy she sang. She, apparently she sang before she rapped. I did not know this. If this Iggy, I'm gonna feel away. But I mean, I guess it could be also same. But then then the kangaroo kept talking about how they were beaten down and like you know how how you know they were you know Fall cast out mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all these things and then they came. But it, you know that Demi Lovato though. I that. I feel like Demi. I feel like it could be mm. good. Could be Demi. But does she have height to her? I don't. I mean, she don't look. I'm well. I'm not sure. Then again, I didn't know Jordan Sparks. How tall is Jordan Sparks? I feel like she's a good 5'7", 5'8", 5'9". How (laughs) tall? Well, I am very interested. Because, I mean. She's 5'10". This is what I'm saying. Because I'm thinking about her like in the No Air video with Chris Brown. She was right up on him. She was not like a little runt. And she was with Jason Derulo. Like she's always been with taller men. And he's six feet even is mm-hmm, what this says mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay. I know that there was a little bit of press around their breakup and there, there being some sort of, but yes. but it was not, I don't feel like there was ever any like fall from grace for Jordan. No, I don't so, think so either. But, but the, but the kangaroo has marvelous tone. So I don't know. They really do. I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't know. Um, they I'm, did that Amy very nicely. Yes. But now mm-hmm. who do you think the turtle is? I, now that it, it's definitely a boy bandish. I think because it's the little the little redhead lead singer from the Backstreet Boys. I don't know what his maybe, name is. Brian. Wait, what's hold on? New kids. I'm gonna tell you who I think it is. Somebody said one of the judges said new kids on the block. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm gonna names, tell though. you which one. Okay. Let's see here. Are y'all gonna give me a picture next to the faces because I'm seeing the face, but I'm not seeing. Okay. I think it's one of the new kids on the block who is like he was the younger one. He said he was but, coming back. So I felt like okay. But I don't know what his name. Okay. Yeah, this one here all the way to the left. 
so he had a lighter hair he was one of the shorter ones um he was like the youngest looking one in the band i think it might be him okay it might be him outside of that i don't know maybe it's one of the backstreet boys that we didn't pay any attention to but he has a boy bandish tone to his voice and even the way that he walks like his body yes. language gives me very much and his little mannerisms yeah like he's, he's yeah he's, even his little dance moves yes, how he just it's real so I, kickball changey i will say that i thought um the for a second i thought the uh the llama was rick flair uh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh wait, what or the white tiger? No, the white tiger. The white tiger is uh the Gronky. It is him? I believe it is. Because who else Gron- would be? Gronkowski. Kim? Yes. I thought I thought the white tiger was Ric Flair. <laughs> okay. So maybe it is. I want Y'all, the white tiger to go you. home because if he ain't gonna do nothing but rap. I know. <laughs> I know. Why have they not sent him home yet? I'm like, get him up out of here. Over the llama? I mean, Wayne could have stayed. Wayne could have stayed. Drew Carey deserved to stay. Did, Let's really talk I, about I, it. I want to hear him sing something else. I do too. I did not know that nigga could sing like that. <laughs> so. so I'm upset though. I said, you know, I don't know. I really love the mass Singer and I'm upset because the way I was introduced to it was through a binge. So now I'm really struggling and waiting from week to week. This is getting on my nerves. This is fair. You should start the morning show in the meantime. Okay well that is black woman self-care the longest we have ever had in the history of this show (laughs) what a time but we have to talk about the mass singer so there we can move along to the petty peeves okie dokie and i want to be very responsible of the things i say to my sister because everybody know i can be real petty p-e to the t-t-y okay it's time for the petty peeves and you know in the efforts of not calling people out (laughs) I'm just going to say this. There is enough. We have we have talked about this before in the kitchen table talk. But there is enough for everybody to get a piece out in this world. That's right. There's enough for everybody. And you should not be threatened when someone um, decides that they would like to try to take their take their chance on stepping their foot out in this world and getting their peace and so if you feel intimidated by that then you need to reevaluate yourself and see what your problem is uh but there's enough for everyone and everybody deserves an opportunity and a chance to have that success and to have that luxury and when that happens it literally takes nothing out of your pocket especially when it's not done in a way in which I, you know, it's a conflict of interest or something along those lines. Somebody else going out and getting their business literally does not affect the business that you are currently involved in. So get over yourself and allow people to shine and learn how to celebrate other people. You'll be so much happier in this world if you learn how to celebrate other people and their accomplishments as opposed to looking to them as competition. And that's, that's it this week. I don't know if that's a petty peeve or a word or just a (laughs) fortune cookie, uh, insert word for the people, (laughs) but you know, I just don't like seeing that. I don't like seeing that done to other people. That's it. Thank you very much. (laughs) Ooh, maybe we'll switch it up. (laughs) 
What's yours? Oh no, I don't have one. Okay, listen. <laughs> that might this might be a good thing. Um. Oh, I do have one actually. Okay, a little brief one. I don't just something that I don't understand. All right. I don't understand private pages on Instagram. I do. I mean, I guess. Well, let me say it like this. If you are a business or you're providing a service in some way, shape, form or fashion, Mm -hmm. I don't understand why your Instagram page would be private. That I agree with. Um, I mean, I guess I I could see why, you know, if you're a person, you want if you if you want to post personal things and you don't want, you know, people at your job or other, you know, I guess I understand it for that reason. But like for people who are like selling things or people who I don't know, graphic designers, uh, anything like it's kind of weird. It's kind of strange. The only way I understand it is if it's weed business. <laughs> well yeah but and then i don't understand why you're on instagram right but anyway so like <laughs> if so like there's been a couple of vendors kind of people that i have been working with um or or uh, even people who have recommended me to someone photographers mm-hmm. people who do video videography graphic designers those kinds of things if that is what your if that's what your job is even if you like do if you do nails or you braid hair and you want somebody to come so that you can, you know, do your thing. I don't get why your Instagram page would be private. Agreed. Like we shouldn't have to request you in order to get to access your services. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and if and if you are a business provider who um, has a private Instagram page, just make another page for your business. That's not, that's not, that, that would not contain anything, um, that, that you wouldn't want to post on the internet for the world to see. I can get that. I can get jiggy with that. That's it. Well, that is another episode of getting grown this week. I, it, it might be a good thing that we struggle with a petty peep. That means less things are getting on our nerves. Amen. We're taking things in stride. Right. <laughs> Working through our stuff and we're just, you know, moving. reframing our thoughts. Absolutely. Look at us growing growth, growing and adulting three years in the game. You know growth. what I'm saying? And we, that, what do you call that? Growth. Yeah. So we appreciate you all every single week for rocking with us. Um, Please stay tuned for some new announcements. We have a new website. Oh, yeah. It's so it's so much fun. You have to go see it's it. It's pretty. It's a new website. So that information will be in the description box, um, including everywhere else where you have always been able to find us. We have merch available online. <coughs> so we do. We had a restock. That's also. We sure did. So that's also going to be available through the website, and it will direct you to the merch site. And uh, and in the meantime and in between time, sis, tell them what. Oh, also, the Friend Zone uh, will be having their New York City show this week. Will um, I will be there saying hello, and or or maybe not, <laughs> but supporting my friends nonetheless. Supporting. And then also at the Reed live show this weekend, also in the building, supporting supporting the family so shout out to everybody out here working i'm so proud of you all um but yeah tell them what to do sis before i do that if you've not gotten your tickets for brunch noir yes please do that we're i will also be there 
<laughs> Jade is Jade will be traveling. Um and she will be a part um of the event. We're we're looking forward to an awesome time. Um we're gonna put it together an awesome panel of amazing speakers, leaders and entrepreneurs and leaders in the academy and healthcare and in corporate industry. So are we supposed to wear black? Yes. Okay, let me return that thing. Oh, you bought a thing? It's fine. I have a black thing I can also wear. Okay. Yes, Yes. put on your best brunch fit. We're going to have a beautiful space. It's going to be swexy. It's going to be amazing. I can't Um, wait. So make sure you know to wear black. Don't be like your girl. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling that somebody's going to come in like gingham or something. Funny enough, I was invited to a wedding. I know this is the outro. I was invited to a wedding last year um, in Houston that I went down for and you know I'm not the best at paying attention to detail so I did not realize that that wedding was an all-black wedding and um so I purchased a copper oh dress Metallics. however I found out in the last minute and I was able to to figure it out wonderful but I will say when I got to that wedding not a single person was out of code wow that would have been a mess for you Let's I no I would have looked like an asshole. <laughs> so <laughs> so I say that to say let's make it a goal. If you are attending the Team Typing Fast brunch so event much fun, on February 22nd in the Washington DC area, don't be the asshole who doesn't wear black. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait to see you. We're going to have an awesome conversation, inspire one another, um yes. and share and have good conversation and there's going to be awesome swag so and then we're also going to have some wonderful vendors on hand nikki from zen in a jar has created a custom scent called noir it's it's um it's like a signature scent and i'm i'm told that it smells like wealth so i'm excited put five to the side for me i'm so (laughs) excited about it um and i can't wait to see you all there um so yes in the meantime in between time continue to uh moisturize your skin and drink your water mind the business that the lord gave you why sis because your black will crack if you're an asshole bye good night (laughs) or good morning or whenever you watch this greet (laughs) salutations goodbye (laughs) oh the von traps Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.